Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. I thought that cats were supposed to be like superior to dogs in intelligence and thinking process. They are. So explain to me why we went and bought a really nice cat tree. We didn't spend a lot of money either. And they knew it was a cat tree when the box was just there. They were going crazy. Two out of three. And then we put the thing together and clearly someone, Parker, assaulted it during the night because he chewed one of the strings. Right off. One right of the off of things. it. It's gone. So we know he was having a good old time. But then today we put it in its actual home where it's going to live behind our couch. And they act like wow. that, that was where pretty girl's bed was. Like she had like a table back there <laughs> and she had a bed on the t- on the one tier. And then she had some blankets on another tier. And she's annoyed that we took that away. And even though we replaced it with something like a hundred times better. She would rather have her bed back. The cats. It's not that they're dumb. It's that they're suspicious and they trust nothing. Parker, the least intelligent of our cats. I don't think it's intelligence. I think with Parker, it's a trust issue. He trusts us. He's a simple cat. He's a simple cat. He has no distrust of anything. So the second that I screwed the final platform onto the top of this cat tree last night, he was freaking on it. He went straight up to the top. Immediately. That's good for him, though. I like that. Zero That's percent. That's how you should be with life. Olive was patrolling around me the entire time I was creating it. So she was already aware of what it was and that it wasn't going to hurt her. She sniffed at it a little bit and she went straight into that lower box. Like, All right, this is my place. But the pretty girl, the pretty girl, she trusts nothing and no one And everything is suspicious. Even you're suspicious sometimes. If she was hiding from something and you went, like when she was hiding in the litter box earlier, my guess is if you would have picked her up, she would have hissed at you. She was pissed and suspicious of everything. Well, I don't know. But the point is they're resistant to this nice new cat tower. And it is a tower. It has has, um, has two two boxes. boxes, It has one, two, three, four, five levels to it. Yeah, it has a ramp. It and has three we paid less areas. for we paid less for this than we paid for our original one that only had like two levels in a box. Yeah, I think we paid like forty five dollars for the first one, and this one was like fifty two or something like that. Yeah, super cheap, super cheap. And it was not complicated to build. The instructions would have pissed you off, so I was probably right. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. I sorted everything. It was all good. So we have what we have three cats that are all rescued. Right? Essentially. Because Parker was a rescue. He's kind of a rescue. He was an he office He was a rescue cat. at his first place. 
Wasn't he born there? No, he was a rescue, and then they kept him there. Weird. Anyway. Anyway, then Olive, we know she was a rescue. And Pretty Girl, we rescued her from outside. Well, she still says she's a kidnap victim, so it's kind of 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, but you <laughs> read me a really cool story from Seal Beach. And before you tell us about the story, I want to remind people that Seal Beach has a really interesting animal shelter that gives like dogs a dog run to move around in. And it's, it's beautiful. And it's, you know, comfortable for them. And they're kept warm. And they won't kill them. They have cats in the cat room that have been there for five years because no one's adopted them. Those cats would have been long since dead at Anywhere a regular else. shelter. Yeah. And they also have a bit really strict rule that if you want to give up your animal, you must surrender it back to them. Interesting. And they also have a rule that when you're adopting an animal, specifically a dog... To bring any other animals in your house, like other dogs, to meet it at the shelter. Yeah. So tell everybody what you read. So the headline for the story was that a Seal Beach Police Department had adopted a dog from the Seal Beach Animal Shelter. And you could see a picture of the dog, and it was like a German Shepherd. And I was like, oh, that's cute. It's probably a little baby dog, and they're probably going to train it to be a police dog. And I thought that was cool. So I clicked on the story. But no, it's a five-year-old German Shepherd. Its name is Missy. It's been living at the Seal Beach Police Department for the, since March on a trial basis, and they formally adopted her to Isn't be cool? the the like police station police dog to hang out, give people love, keep everybody company, keep everybody happy. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's very forward thinking. I do too. They said something about a lot of dogs walk past their police department, and they noticed that like officers were happier when they'd get to interact with the dogs that were just rocking by and they adopted a dog well it's really cool though because they give the dog salvation and a little family yeah. and it's getting getting a huge family really because it's all the police officers well the dog itself had a kind of sad story because it had been at the seal beach animal shelter for quite a while and then it was adopted and then it was returned a couple months later well, that may be why they kept it on a trial basis at first too to see if everything was okay with it yeah but I love it that they did that. I love that story. But, you know, I was thinking about something today, and it's kind of the main topic that I want to talk about tonight. You know, we did our little small talk there. Let's get into the real beef of this show. <laughs> I was thinking about anger. I was thinking about anger and angry people. What a topic. And it takes a lot to get me angry, like truly angry. You know, I can get annoyed. That's a different story. But angry, like actually mad at somebody, it takes a lot to get me there. Okay. It does. Some people know how to push exactly the right buttons every single time. But, but anyway. the point is it takes a lot to get me angry. But what, what I've kind of figured out is you're a little different in that area because some things take a lot to get you angry and other things it's like you have zero fuse. <sighs> you're just pissed. Depends on the day, really. The reality, though, is that once you make us angry – we can be pretty mean. And I mean, we are not mean. Normally. We just aren't. <laughs> I hold vendettas with the best of them. It's true. Like I've said to people you before. You kind of do too. Well, but like I've said to people before, we could be in a situation where they don't know me from a hole in the wall. And for whatever reason, they saw that I was online on Facebook at like two in the morning. Maybe I'm going to the bathroom or I'm awake and I can't go back to sleep. Uh -huh. And so they messaged me, hey, you know, you're my last hope. I'm stuck out here in, you know, Rancho Cucamonga. And I got no no money for a motel room. My car is broken down. I need somebody to help me. 
I'd drive out there and pick him up and bring him home. Yeah. I would. I believe you. Just who I am. On the other side, if someone's messing with you or me or someone important to me, like family, I can be pretty mean. Well, yeah. And we both know that I can, too. I mean, we talked about this once before on the podcast that I've had in my couple of years a couple of clients that have, I don't know, exited on a rather unhappy note because they decided to go a little bit crazy and publish things online that they shouldn't have about my business. And I don't let that go. I don't let that go ever. Yeah, that's different than me. I more like to deal with the situation and then move on. But you know what's funny about that when you think about it? Kind of the typical description Of a male versus a female. I know. Because people have talked about it for all eternity. That two males get into a fist fight. Then once it's over, be like, hey, you want to hang out? Because once we deal with something, we've dealt with it. Whereas ladies, and I know it's stereotype, so don't complain to me about it. But ladies tend to hold a grudge. Well, yeah. But I'm a little bit different. My grudges tend to be reasonable. And like... The person that I just talked about, I'm never going to do anything about it, but it'll always be there in the back of my mind. And if they ever do anything back, I'll be right back where I started. Grudge time. Yeah, it makes sense. Totally makes sense. That completely makes sense. But you said that your grudges are reasonable. Is there anything really as such as a reasonable grudge? Yes. Okay. Define it for me. What's the difference? And when you define it, you got to tell me what's unreasonable as well. So Uh let's hear the definition. I feel like a reasonable grudge is when you have had somebody do something to you that's that's not something you're ever going to forgive or you're never going to trust them again. They were awful and then they continue to be awful past that point to make you super angry. And I feel like that's it's not unreasonable to keep them in their little box, their angry little box, not trust them and not ever speak to them again, etc. I think an unreasonable grudge is if I walked up to you right now and I kicked you in the leg... And you decided to hold a grudge against me for the rest of time because I did that. It's super petty. There are people who hold super petty grudges. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting, though, because in a way, you're assigning like a level of intensity to things. But isn't reality a grudge is because somebody did something to you that was wrong, right? Sure. It's kind of like I used to tell people when I would teach class at church, when we would talk about sin and hell and how... There are no degrees of sin. You either sinned or you didn't. They're all the same. And it's a difficult thing for human beings to grasp because to us, murder and rape are a lot more offensive than somebody who steals some groceries from the grocery store because they're hungry. Well, exactly. But it's still crime, you know, and it's difficult for people to understand that sin is sin. Where I'm trying to go with this is that you even use the example of, you know, if I kicked you in the shin and you held a grudge, that would be unreasonable. I don't think it's unreasonable to hold a grudge for that because you kicked me. What if that was the fifth time you've kicked me? Well, I didn't say it was the fifth time. See, there's details that are lacking. That's why you can't judge the situation because there's details that will change whether it's reasonable or unreasonable. Of course. Because, but you made it sound like (laughs) just the act of kicking somebody is no big deal, but it is. But you also kind of proved what I said because there are varying degrees of punishment for the varying degrees of crime. But I don't think there's varying degrees of punishment for a grudge. A grudge is a grudge or it's not a grudge. There is no, I'm partially having a grudge. I'm 25% grudge. It's you're either holding a grudge or you're not. Exactly. You're either holding a grudge or you're not. 
I'm holding a grudge against these people who've done stupid ass shit. And you can hold a grudge. And against I'm them not holding a shame. grudge. But that's your choice. That's not making it reasonable or unreasonable. Well, yes, to me, is. what's unreasonable is your boss gives you a deadline. You agree to the deadline. You don't make the deadline. You get written up and you hold a grudge against your boss for writing you up. That's unreasonable because your boss did exactly what they were allowed and supposed to do. So in other words, you agree with me. You just don't agree with the example I used. No. Well, I agree that there's ways to have an unreasonable grudge. I don't think kicking me in the shin and how holding a grudge is unreasonable. It's up to each individual person whether they want to hold that as an unreasonable thing or not. What if it's a person who's just routinely mean and always like throwing barbs at you and then they kick you? Well, that that kind of sounds malicious. I said I kicked you in the shin. Am I exactly. routinely Exactly. You're mean? the routinely mean person. I'm okay, just kidding. thanks. I'm just kidding. Eat I even it. said it immediately. Sure. The reaction that I get is priceless. Now I'm going to hold a fucking grudge. Of course. Because that's unreasonable according to you. But it is. I would allow you to hold the grudge. I'm preferring to be unreasonable right now, so shut it. I think dude. it's very interesting, though, that when you approach issues from the standpoint of let the other person do what they want to do within reason. Yeah. I think you come up with a lot like calmer situation and less drama. Maybe. Sometimes. It's like, it's interesting when he asked about what they call soap opera Uh in their language and he said drama. Yeah. It's interesting because that's exactly what a soap opera is. A soap opera is people being put together who cause drama. Well, in that case, you could call most primetime evening TV a soap opera. In a way, it is. They're docudramas or they're just drama fictional well, drama the distinction here is how frequent they are well and the and the distinction is also like okay you could kind of call like superstore you could call it a comedic soap opera because there's a storyline that continues and this person hates that person so they uh-huh. they do stupid shit to them and that's what a soap opera is about but then you got like law and order i don't think law until recently they even made they didn't make law and order the way they do now now it is strung together but before that it was like episode and once in a blue moon they'd loosely mention something that happened like 20 episodes ago now it's like a you know the last episode you found out that olivia had an affair when she was you know with so-and-so and now they're gonna mention it every single damn episode or some way they're gonna play into it Pretty much since Elliot left. Yeah. Instead of it being a self-contained unit each show, it's turned into like a series of events. And that's to me what a soap opera is, is it's trying to mimic real life. Fair enough. But but anyway, we were talking about being mean. Which is what the pretty girl's about to do to Parker. Tell me about being mean. You know, you're talking about how you tend to hold a grudge and that's how we got off on the grudge discussion. Uh-huh. And I don't usually hold a grudge. There's I will not say that I never hold a grudge, but I don't really tend to hold grudges. I get some humor in people who get their panties in a bunch over me. Okay. It makes me chuckle sometimes, especially when they make comments that are just patently untrue. But that's when I get angry, and that's also when I tend to be more mean. That's fair. And I'm not sure if I like that or dislike that. You know what? If somebody has pushed you that far, then it's. I don't think it's mean. I think it's retaliation, and I think that's okay. <laughs> like, I don't, well, I don't see I guess an issue you're with saying that. It's like it's come to a point where they've pushed you that far, and it's not easy to push me that far. But if they push me that far, they probably deserve what they have coming to them. It's not like you're an irrational lunatic who just, like, somebody says, hey, I don't like your opinion, 
and you go like full savage and are like super rude to mean to them. It's not like that's what you're doing. But that's what I don't understand about people in general is we've talked about this so many different times. Why is it that if somebody states their opinion and another person says they disagree with that opinion, if either person at that point tries to defend their side to slightly show the other person why they believe they're right and the other person isn't, uh-huh. suddenly it's like a bad thing because you're never supposed to tell someone that they're wrong. Oh, I know. It's and ridiculous. you're never supposed to say you're right. And it's like, it's the stupidest thing. And that, I think, is what makes me mean is because I get angry at the fact that, hey, I should have a right to say, no, I've thought about this and here's the thing. Or here's the study that tells you that this percentage of people is this. That's because your biggest anger trigger is hypocrisy and that's what that is. Do you remember when we were campaigning early, early on and we were talking about homeless issue and I would tell people, yeah, it's not even legal to enforce those anti-camping ordinances and they would tell me I was crazy and what am I, a, a lawyer and how do I know? Well, guess what? I was right. Court ruled. That you can't enforce those things. And the point is... So you're a lawyer? I do my best, (laughs) and I'm not perfect, but I do my best not to get angry and start arguing unless I'm pretty sure that I'm right. Well, yeah. Somebody got mad at you when you said that the other day. Yes, because here's the thing. I want... If if I'm going to correct somebody, I want to make sure that they're deserving of the correction. Of course. And the only person deserving of the correction is someone who's just flat out wrong. Right. Because even there's been times... Where people are like, you read what they have to say and you go, eh, that's not really 100% correct, but it's about 85, so who cares? Right. And you just let it go. You don't say anything. You don't correct it because... It's not worth it. It's not worth the effort. And because the difference is probably more in the opinion than... And it makes you look really super petty. So when you have different opinions, you focus on different facts. Yeah. Well, it just makes you look super petty. But... But so I guess what you're saying is that as long as you've been patient and you've waited through and they just keep pushing... That if you get to the point where you're mean, it's because they pushed you to that point. And I know what people will say. It's still your choice. What is? To be mean. And that's the part that I'm talking about. I don't know if I like or dislike. I'm not sure I like getting pushed to the point where I feel mean. But you know what? Then at the same time, it rarely happens. Do you really feel mean though? Like, do you feel like you're being mean to people when you're sending the message? Like, am I noticing it? No. Then I, maybe not you're until not later. actually being mean. Not until later. Sometimes I read things back and I go, oh, oh, wow, ouch. That was not good. That was mean. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Well, but like the situation we're dealing with, you know, the situation we're dealing with right now. I told you, I'm not mincing words here. I'm just going to say what's on my mind about things. Okay. Yeah. You went too hard. That was the problem. And that means just telling the truth, not lying, being honest about how I think about a situation. And that comes down to, guess what? If someone's going to spread lies about somebody, me, you, anyone else. Like they often do. Then I'm going to call them a liar. I'm going to flat out call them a liar. And I don't care if people think that's rude. I'd rather be rude than a giant pansy that sits back and doesn't Why say anything. Why is it rude to point out that somebody's a liar? Why is it rude to point out that somebody's a thief? Other people, other people will say that it's rude. I didn't say it was. Why is it rude to point out that somebody's being unethical? Like, isn't that... Isn't it something that other people would rather be aware about? Wouldn't you rather be aware that this person is lying? Well, but here's the interesting thing. And this is the only way I'm going to, I'm not going to go into detail on this, but like this particular person makes comments and says that there are no facts. You know, there's no evidence to back up what, what they're saying. But she doesn't know what we do or do not know. Right. You know a lot more than she thinks you do. What she's trying to do 
she's trying to convince people that, hey, I would know if there was a problem. And I'm sitting here confidently telling you that there's no problem. But a realistic person then says, well, then why is someone accusing you of that? Well, unfortunately, that means that there's a lot of unrealistic people. (laughs) But it comes down to like, what does it mean? Why would somebody accuse you of something like that? And you can say racism, but unless you can show instances of where racism was prevalent, that's, that's a red herring. It's a bad argument. And that's what makes me angry. It's shit like that. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. And be informed. Yes. Don't be spreading misinformation around. Don't be a hypocrite. Those are the things that bother me. Flat out. Lying, cheating, stealing, being a hypocrite. Not being informed. And not being informed. There's no reason in today's society not to be informed. Today, somebody posted an article defending President Trump because apparently, allegedly, and I'm going to say allegedly because I don't know if it's true or not, He want, when he went over to Japan, he wanted the USS John McCain to, be, to have a tarp over its name because he didn't want to see that boat because he doesn't like John McCain, who is deceased, by the way. Now, there's a lot of things about that that seem ridiculous to me because it's kind of like saying, you know, don't say anything if you disagree. Right. Now I don't say anything, and guess what? There's going to be times where I don't say anything and I do agree. But you're going to think I disagree because don't say anything if you disagree. Oh, look, he's not saying anything. He must disagree. So it's kind of lame argument. What the heck is the point? Seriously. The Donald Trump. That's the thing is he obviously is going to know that that's the boat. There's a tarp. It's the only one with a tarp over it. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So anyway, they post this article, and all it is is like advertisements for freaking pharmaceutical company. Advertising all these drugs, there was like seven ads, and there was like half a paragraph of a article. So it was really just clickbait. But then people are commenting on it like it's the God's honest truth. You don't know if that's true or not. They just threw that out there. But you're, you know, so that they, I'm sorry, but when I see a thing with seven, seven advertisements and three sentences of text, yeah. I know what that article's there for. Yeah, yeah, no. 100% right. to make money. 100%. But yet, people fall for that. That's that's what I'm talking about, being uninformed. Just read stuff. Use your brain that you were given. And you know what? Yes, in society, some people are smarter than others. Well, and honestly, people you're talking about right now, they didn't read the article. They have no idea that there's exactly. seven advertisements in it. Exactly. They read the headline. They got all butthurt about it. And they decided to spread it around like loon bags. It's just like I remember last year this time I had a battle with something. But last year this time, someone posted on Facebook, someone who I have a lot of respect for. Not going to say who. Okay. This person posted on Facebook that they had inside information to the U.S. Attorney's Office and that the very next morning... Warrants were going to be issued for the arrest of many of Trump's administration personnel, okay. basically alluding to the fact that, you know, Mueller had found some things and he was going to put out an arrest warrant on all these people. And the in- inference was that Donald Trump was going to be one of those people that was going to be arrested. Okay. So m- they post this on Facebook and immediately people start saying, you know, did you not realize that the president, a sitting president can't be indicted? That's the Justice Department's policy. You'd have to change that policy before you could do what you're talking about. Oh, no, I have inside information. It's going to happen. This person was 100% positive that this was happening. Their insider gave them this information. They know it to be true. And they just had to share it with the world, which I found weird to begin with. Right. But then the next day, 
I had to sit there and struggle all the time going, okay, don't believe this. You got to wait and see if it happens. You can't say that. It, you can't say, gee whiz, that's a bunch of bull crap. But you also can't say, oh, yay, something's going to happen. Just don't say anything. Stay out of it. More power in being quiet. So I was quiet. Sure enough, next day, nothing. Next day after that, nothing. A week goes by. So people start coming. All of a sudden, the post starts popping up in my feed again because people start coming back. Well, what happened? Thought you said this was going to happen, right? And then they made some like equivocation about, well, you know, I think the date was wrong. I came back and I said, no, you were really clear what day it was going to happen, what time it was going to happen, because you, you even told us that on that day, the court was shutting down its calendar to handle this problem. And lo and behold, they did shut down their calendar on that day. So we know you knew something about them shutting down the calendar and you knew it was that day. So don't try and say it was a different day. And then it was like, well, how come you didn't say anything before if you didn't disagree? Well, because, hey, I didn't know if you were right or wrong. Now I know you're wrong. Right. So now I'm going to call you out on it. <laughs> and that's what I'm comment. trying to, and that's what I was trying to say earlier is I don't, I'm not going to call you out on something if you're only like, you know, 85% right, 75% right, based on what my understanding of what's right and wrong. Got to make sure everybody understands that. Right. I'm not going to call you out on that. I'm not that person. I don't care. But when I know you're 100% wrong, or if you're stating something that's just plain dangerous for people to believe, I'm going to call you out on it. And I don't understand why people get all snowflakey about it. It's like you get called out on it. Here's the thing. There's two possibilities, right? I'm either right and what you're doing is effed up or I'm wrong and I misunderstood it. So explain that. Either apologize and say you won't do it anymore if I was right or correct me if I'm wrong. Two simple things you can do, right? So why get all snowflakey about it? This conversation really branched out from our conversation with a cat tree. Well, I told you the main topic is supposed to be about anger. And I'm trying to explain what makes me angry. Missed my joke. At the same time, <laughs> you know, it's an insane conversation because I'm a little bit sick in the head about this issue. And I'm trying to figure it out. So we're having therapy right here on the show. And you're my therapist. You missed my joke. And I'm disappointed. I didn't miss your joke. I just don't laugh at your jokes when we're on the, on the air. Ever. I'm so offended. Let the people decide what's funny and not what's not funny. Don't let me influence them. Hey, Brian. Call our hotline and tell us if you thought her joke was funny. That's reasonable. I approve. If you didn't think the call was fun, the joke was funny, call the hotline and say that too. And then I'll promptly delete your message. <laughs> Since she doesn't have access to it, you don't have to worry, Brian. I'm the only one that has access to it. Says him. Don't believe him. He's crazy. He just admitted he's <laughs> sick in the head. Anyway, now I think people understand what makes me angry. One of these days, we're going to find out what makes you angry. And it isn't everything, like you would say. <laughs> but one of these days, we'll find out. I'd have to figure it out first, so there's that. Did you notice that somebody is asleep? Somebody was bad today. Somebody named Beans. Not a good boy. And he had no excuse either. Like, even a, I'm a big proponent of, hey, human beings, we messed up. Like, there's been days where when we were potty training him, we didn't walk him often enough. I'd flat out say to you, you'd be all upset at him. And I'd be like, hey, human beings, we didn't walk him enough. It's on us, not on him. But in this case, I cannot say that. This dog had a nice long walk this morning. And then, yes, the morning time, we were a little complacent because I was sick. So I was sleeping and you were busy working. So he didn't get another walk when he should have. But he was good during that time. Right. After that, he had to walk every two hours. 
and he had two mistakes during that time. Yeah, he didn't do great. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. But anyway, he's sleeping. Parker's sleeping. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. I'm half asleep. I'm ready to sleep. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Rude people. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.